Hello and welcome to this week's Independent Music Podcast. Ten of the best new tracks each week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers. And me, Gareth Main. Yeah. 
Hello and welcome to this week's independent music podcast. A very special return to the same room for me and Anthony Chalmers. Hello. That is right. I've got absolutely no idea if the podcasts sort of sound different because I can't really remember because it's been a while. It's good. The, the one thing I'm very grateful for is it's the first podcast in maybe six to eight months where Anthony has been appropriately dressed, uh, where he hasn't <laughs> been like lounging on his bed in a, a sort of Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park one style. That's what I deliver. That's it. <laughs> it is. But it's very nice to see you so close to me <laughs> once again. Yeah, for sure. And I, I'm pretty certain that the podcast is going to be much as before. A little bit like Madhu Mokhtar. Familiar, but brilliant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> always different, always the same. So that's the thing. Um, but they're yeah, always entertaining, always the same. Madhu Mokhtar, yeah, we opened uh, with track Chismitten. It's taken from their record called Afrique Victim out on Matador right now. First LP on Matador. And one of the things that doesn't happen when we're recording remotely is we don't talk during the tracks, whereas while we're in the same room, it's very hard not to just chat for the duration. All we do is stare soberly at the microphone. Longingly into each other's (laughs) eyes. And Anthony started telling me a story about uh, going to the ancestral home of the Tuareg people. And I was like, nope, save it for the content. (laughs) So now Anthony Chalmers is your time to show. Just when I was in Morocco uh, in January of last year, we got driven out to the Atlas Mountains and just sort of for a big day trip. And we went to, I, I forget the name, but it was like a very old sort of Berber, Tureg, sort of mud or bricked city on a hill in the middle of the the desert and the mountains. And it had been there for a thousand odd years. It's sort of tourist claim to fame is that's where they filmed. They filmed the film Gladiator <laughs> in some of it. But um, I was uh, extremely happy to be walking amongst that. They had... Um, yeah, sort of like a, the Tureg quarter they had one which was a traditionally Muslim. They have a Jewish quarter as well because there was a strong Jewish population within that group. And hardly anyone lives there anymore. Basically, there was a big earthquake a couple of hundred years ago, something like that. Destroyed some of the cities, killed a bunch of people. And they decided that the place was cursed, basically, and everyone buggered off. And there's just a few families still around. But no, so yeah, it was a very special place to visit. Interesting. And yeah, uh, Madhu Mokhtar from Niger. And yeah, first record on Matador recordings. We th- we were wondering, because like, it does feel like, I'm sure there was a 7-inch that came out, but then I couldn't find it. Definitely announced the signing absolutely ages ago, but uh, you know it's taken until now to make it happen. Exactly. There's uh, lots of releases on Sahel Sounds. And what was, was it like, he had a film soundtrack as well. It was like a film about his life, which we played on a patron special, which went down extraordinarily yeah. that well. That film was a Purple Rain reimagined. It was, was it? it's, it's yeah. not, it basically, it was just a sort of fairly scene by scene reshoot of Purple Rain, but in the, as in Prince's Purple Rain film, if you haven't seen it before, and, but it's in the Tureg language, and they're saying it's the first full length film in the language ever filmed or in for many years. Maybe we should watch one and then the other. <laughs> that sounds like something we can do. I could be into that. Now we're in the same place. We could do one of them after this very podcast. Oh, no, no. I'm thinking like a... Patron watch along. (laughs) Patron watch along. (laughs) See, this is the magic happens when we're in the same place. But let's play some music. Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you what's happening. We're talking too much. I want to play you a brand new project. This was sent to me by long time, in fact, maybe even the longest uh, top three podcast patrons, Ronan from Ireland. He sent me this project and it features three people from bands that I'm definitely a fan of. Featuring Gareth from Tropical Fuckstorm excellent name as well jim white him of the dirty three on drums and chris abrahams of wonderful jazz trio the next on piano they got an album coming out on the 25th of may out now actually and their project is called springtime and this is a track from it called penumbra
backs into the void He's not in training now And on a surface bleach from what was once a pilot Flying sorties in a war But that don't matter anymore It was straight feet from the floor As a pilot without warning Takes a kiss inside his pen Charles Darwin's little royal I noticed the eagle to man's greatest feet Miraculously intact Watch angles, knees and elbows Squats and golden underpants Giant airplane 
There we go. Absolutely magnificent Australian trio. Brand new springtime. That track is called Penumbra and it's a live recording. I don't know if that's going to be something that's going to be used for an album or just a sort of teaser for the band. But thank you, Ronan, for sending that along. He sent that to me with a mind of like, oh, any uh, UK tours coming? And I instantly emailed Tropical Fuckstorm's agent. They're a band that I've tried to book before, but they have another promoter. Just be like, you looking after this, mate? <laughs> I have worked with Jim White before in his duo Xyloris White with the Greek... Uh, it's not a lute. God, apologies, our Greek listeners. I know we have a few, that traditional Greek instrument, a bit like a lutey balalaika. Anyway, featuring Chris Abrams also from the next. I enjoyed that very much. What do you think, Mr. Main? Yeah, I thought it was really good. Really enjoyable. It's like... Yeah, a bit uh, droney, a bit screechy, a bit lovely as well. Exactly, I could hear that in all sorts of contexts. Exactly, had a sort of uh, sort of like a sort of singer songwritery country slightly element. Definitely had some sort of avant rock side, a little bit jazzy. All great to me. Yeah, so well, some of the music I love the most. It's you can sort of tie it back to, I'm gonna say nice music, quote unquote, but it's a bit nice music, quote unquote. Yeah, a bit gnarly though. Like I've got something later, which I'm not going to play just yet, but something later that is the quintessential, really experimental and noisy, but you can sort of get some tunefulness from it. Well, I look forward to uh, seeing what comes. That is just being released on Tropical Fuckstorm Records. So that's just the, the singer from the band's own record label. And that has got that up on Bandcamp. I'm going to play some music from 1987 now. This is uh, from Minoru Hudu Fushimi, and he's got an album that came out in 1987 called uh, Kenka Oyaji. The blurb here, Killer and Cult Electro-Funk Hip-Hop Musical UFO from 1987 Japan. Cool. Would you like me to describe it a little bit more? More adjectives than that. Uh, yeah, okay. So 1987, Kanagawa, not so far from Tokyo, Japan, Minoru Fushimi teaches his high school classes during the day. Back from work, he transforms into Hoodoo Fushimi, turns on the drum machines, the synthesizers and the sequencers, blends them with his own shamisen playing and builds a cult album. Kenka Oyaji is born and becomes a milestone in Japan's early hip-hop and electro-funk history. Wow, cool. I'm into some shamisen hip-hop electro-funk. There you go. So 180G, which is a French label that specializes in a lot of Japanese music, uh, Ajate being the most prominent band that they release, who we've played on the podcast. Bamboo Afrobeat. Exactly. Yeah, so the, it's coming through them. This is Minoru Hudu Fushimi, and this track is called Mekezu Bushi. Yeah. 
Sounds like the sound of his dog there going at the end. Dog funk. Yeah, <laughs> could well be. Minoru Hudu Fushimi, track called uh, Makezu Bushi. Uh, Anthony mentioned, like, as I started, like, of its time, but into it. <laughs> yeah, you know, he, I had my first show in a long, long time on the weekend and Paddy Steer was playing. And, you know, Paddy Steer does all sorts of stuff. There's one thing that Paddy Steer has always got, and that is the funk. And oh, I thought yeah. That about this as well, just when it starts going, you're like, Yep, down with it. In fact, look at that banner on the band camp there. It says, I love the funk. Oh, yeah, <laughs> as one should love the funk. I'm like, really, really into it. It's, uh, yeah, it was one of those ones. As soon as I read the description, I was like, I know I'm going to like this and uh, probably go to buy it. And, yeah, it's just that on a dance floor, I think, would go quite well, would go quite nicely. But anyway, uh, Minoru Huyu Fushimi, I gave you the blurb before the track, so I don't need to go into it again. But he has had a couple of other records as well. His first record was called Thanatos of Funk, which came out <laughs> in 1985. And then this one, uh, Kenka Oyaji, which came out in 1987. And he's had a couple of other records that came out subsequently to that, but then not much. But he is still with us and uh, is involved in uh, this reissue as well as been working with the guys at 180 to get it out. And yeah, really, really looking forward to listening to that a bit more. Definitely. I think that's a Bandcamp Friday must purchase for me <laughs> nice i want to play you some music in fact second song in a row that was sent to us by a fine listener ben denham who has sent a number of uh, just excellent music uh, to to us sent as this band they're called novel but it's like it is with these things there's a million bands called novel so it's novel with a sort of zero and a three in there they have a, a debut album coming which is called non-fiction i'd say that it's like uh, it's in a sort of mold of a certain type of post-punk also with a sort of completely different to the last song but definitely a sort of 80s sound but i think that they uh, bring something new and interesting and this song is really catchy it is called group disease
I will be absolutely shocked if at least a strong amount of listeners here are not harming along to group disease after that's finished because that song is hooky. Yeah, I'm uh, into it a lot. Definitely like that piano outro. Yeah, that was cool. So thanks, Ben, for sending that along. I hadn't come across it before. They're from uh, Vancouver in Canada. It's released on Meat Machine Records, which seems to be an offshoot of Tin Angel Records, which is a label that we definitely both know from Coventry. And looking back, with releases from uh, Baby D, also Crack Cloud, who are a um, pretty massive band now, also from Vancouver in Canada. So, yeah, I definitely want to look in and find out some more. Because when I first listened to it, I was like, yeah, you know, it's quite good, but it's maybe a bit generic, the sound, you know, like I've heard music like this before. But then I was like, oh, disease. <laughs> I was just like, oh, wow, this is great. <laughs> Yeah, it got a bit more catchy. Yeah, it's proper like post-punky sort of like, yeah, that guitar and the bass bit of it. Exactly. Just those sort of all picked notes, you know, like no strumming, very prominent bass, very much into it. So that's novel and their group disease. Yeah, it's been a long while since we played anything from Tin Angel. I remember when I lived in Birmingham, there's a couple of releases then. So I was into it more then, sort of like dropped off my radar a bit. So yeah, lovely. Yeah, did do some really good folky music exactly when I was promoting some folk gigs in sort of 2008 to 2010. Uh, good to see them still going. I'm going to play, I was listening to this a couple of days ago and my partner just repeated her claim from when we first started going out. I was like, oh, you really just like bad music for the sake of it. And it's from the Dead Neanderthals, uh, who are a band I like very much. Oh, mate, well, Dead Neanderthals, fucking brilliant band. Oh, absolutely. Uh, got, I discovered them really. I discovered I discovered them, Anthony. I don't know if you know oh, this. Really? Oh, yeah, 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 I discovered Dead Neanderthals. When they played my festival? Yeah, probably. Uh, but no, it was, uh, I first came across them with their collaboration with Sly and the Family Drone with Molo Wrench, which to this day stands as one of my absolute favourites of real experimental records. They've got a new one on God Unknown Records called Rat Liquor. This is someone doing something brutal to a saxophone. It's 12 tracks in nine minutes, and I love any record <laughs> that values my time. <laughs> this track is called Restraining Order.
Well, I just think that's a solid banger, really. There's nothing weird about that. That's just a fucking straight-up, head-banging riff good stuff. Yeah, my partner just interrupted us as we were just stood here head-banging along to say that it's like, what was it, the shoe in Who Framed Roger Rabbit getting dipped in some stuff? Like a saxophone being murdered. Yeah. That sounds like a banger. But what I said earlier, it was like, it's obviously noisy and experimental, but there's some sort of tunefulness to it. Oh, for sure. It's just a good rock song. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Dead Neanderthals Restraining Order. At 1 minute 46, it is obviously the opus on the 9 minute long 12 track album. <laughs> one track is actually accommodating, what, a sixth of the whole record. And that was the <laughs> one. And so, yeah, we're essentially playing the whole album there. And yeah, it's uh, released on a 7 inch for you. It's, uh, yeah, it talks a lot about. 2020 was one of the worst years in recent history. I think we needed to know that. Global pandemic, hateful police brutality, and a whack conspiracy theory, blah, blah, blah. These circumstances have had a direct inspiration for the Rat Licker 7-inch by Dead Neanderthals, a scorching 12-tracks in nine-minute record. It's a 7-inch. Amazing. Yeah, I know. That, that's it. It's a, they didn't even stretch it to a 10-inch, which you know, we can all be thankful for. Although I am actually using a... 10-inch record to prop up the microphone as I speak. What would we do without that 10-inch record? Uh, I mean, 12-inch was just too big and a 7-inch was just too small, so a 10-inch was, like, perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. I mean, I mean, just I'm, right. I mean, quotes taken out of context. <laughs> I think that it might be a winner, but, like, you know, it's uh, cracking. But anyway, as I said before the track, do go check out Mola Wench. It's, is it Wrench or Wench? Uh, Mola Wrench. Mola Wrench, I think so. Uh, which, although I say is like one of my absolute favourite records, I'm not 100% certain on the exact name of it. <laughs> but they have, they did reissue it at the end of last year, right? They did. Yeah, get it. I've seen Dead Neanderthals lots of times, but one of my, I saw them when I was in Porto, and it's always like watching bands when you're on holiday or like not in your hometown or whatever is always, always extra good. I was with my friends from Portugal, Marcia. I'm like, oh, what's on tonight? He's like, oh, you know, Dead Neanderthals playing this, like whatever, little tiny basement. And I was like, I don't know, not very popular bands. There's 15, 20 people there maximum or something. And we had an absolutely great time. And yeah, just to close this off, uh, it isn't just God Unknown Records releasing this. It's brought to you by Utech Records, God Unknown Records, Sentichia Records, Burning World Records, Everyday Hate, Moving Furniture Records, Consoling Sounds, Saw Wheat Distro, and Dead Neanderthals. And I haven't counted those, but is that more labels <laughs> than, than minutes? minutes. <laughs> exactly. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I reckon that was about eight labels and 12 minutes. So uh, I want to play you... Uh, sort of reasonably popular uh, sort of electronic duo from London that I don't think we've ever featured on the podcast before. They are called Paranoid London. I've got a new track. It is just a couple of minutes long. And they said in the thing, they were like, my uh, 303 broke during lockdown. Couldn't get anyone to fix it. So couldn't make any acid house. So made something a bit different. And I thought this was excellent. This is Paranoid London's Annihilate the World and Start Over.
Wow, quite the crash ending there for Annihilate the World and Start Over. Maybe that ending was the annihilation. Yeah, I don't think they'd even started, had they? <laughs> there we go, that's Paranoid London. They've been a pretty popular electronic live act since the late noughties, but not an act that I've really gotten to know too well, to be honest. Like, I'm aware they were there and I know that they've made uh, some dance tracks. But when I listened to that, I was like, I was, I was, I was down with it. Sounds like Marky e. Smith dance music. Yeah, that was immediately what? My mind went to was the Marky e. Smith vibe. And Marky e. Smith obviously did collaborate with many, many people in many, many styles. Oh, Mouse on Mars uh, sort of leapt to mind. Exactly. Then. So, and uh, we, in fact, we referenced that record in just a, you know, few podcasts ago. Von Sudafed, Flally yeah. the Mouse Can't Get It. Exactly. I can't remember which one it was, but some we brought that up for one reason or other not that long ago. That is like one of my top 10 Marky e. Smith songs is Flally the Mouse Can't Get It. I think you said top five it. last time. It's going down the rankings. Yeah, it might be six. <laughs> I don't know. Has he released anything recently? Obviously. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I was just about to say, surely there's quite a lot of uh, posthumous stuff. But I think they just released everything. I have already seen some sort of like compilations and unreleased studio stuff all all popping up. No doubt it is going to be, as if the fool didn't have enough already, it's going to be an absolute flurry. Yeah, I think it's like, if I'm going to predict the quality of that, I'm going to go with mixed bag. I think mixed bag. When you said, if I thought you were going to say low or something, I was like, no, definitely not. What it's going to be is 75% low, 25% gems, like all full albums. Yeah, mixed bag. <laughs> I mean, there's some full albums that are 100% yeah. killer. Yeah, that is true. Uh, you know, which uh, from early and late in their career. Agreed. Well, cool. Well, there we go. That is just a single, and that's from a EP that is coming out soon by Paranoid London. Well, I'm going to play some music now from Georgia and Muldrow. She's a hip-hop producer, soul singer, who lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. She's released a couple of records on one of our favourites, uh, Mellow Music Group. And this one is coming out on Foreseen Entertainment. It is really great. It's called Vivetto 3 is the name of the album, and this track is called Old Jack Swings. There you go, Georgia and Muldrow, Old Jack Swings. It's the opening track from her record, Vivetto 3, or Vivetto 3, I'm not entirely sure how you pronounce that. Foreseen Entertainment Hour Canada has released that. Yeah, into it. I very much like the artwork as well, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, she is great. She's been around for a long while. Her first record was called uh, Worth Nothings, which came out on Stone's Throw, obviously, a pretty legendary. Having a debut coming out on Stone's Throw, that's all right. 
Yeah, not too bad at all. She also did work with Madlib on a record called Seeds back in 2012. And as I mentioned before, the track uh, Vuetto 1 and Vuetto 2 both came out on Mellow Music Group. She also released on Brain Feeder, so she had a record. Essentially, she's released on all of the uh, finest hip-hop labels in the world. Yeah. Exactly right, and uh, it's uh, really, really cool. Uh, not someone I was, uh, who, it's someone who's really been obviously been around for quite a long time, but not someone I was aware of until not really on my radar this record. No, but there you go, another one to investigate. Uh, and yeah, I just saw here that it's got a very nice final campaign that is successfully funded on Bandcamp, which reminds me of a uh, Oh Anthony Chalmers, a celebratory hug or something and forgetting the chester watson record <laughs> uh, which sort of snuck out on vinyl we talked about it in december november december when we played it on the pod it'd been like i would love this record on vinyl and it snuck out a yeah, week or well, two ago did, yeah nine months or something more after it was released exactly uh, those american hip-hop records man they like they, they go fast and they come out randomly yeah, yeah so exactly so they just did a release there i'm not sure if they're still around but managed to find a german distro to save a bit of postage off ordering it from america chester watson's japanese horror film yeah one of the best records of last year love it yeah great cover as well but yeah what do you want to play next i was delighted to find sometimes when i'm not sure what i'm going to play on the podcast i look on one of the finest record emporiums norman records for um what sort of new releases are coming and i went on there and i was like wow a new album from ayuna suli on makum records and i love ayuna suli i think he's an incredibly handsome man <laughs> the, the the first thing you look for in an artist <laughs> uh, he played a show for me in the band of uh, king ayu soba and uh, long-time podcast listeners and patrons might know his song what a man can do, woman can do more better. That came out on a brilliant seven inch on Macum Records, I don't know, 10 years ago. Yeah. What a great show that was as well. Exactly. So, Lava Yunusuli, got lots of time for what he does. And uh, yeah, got a new full length record. And this is the first single from it Don't Be Lazy.
every road. Don't be lazy, make a boogie doggy too no. As I know put to me, say I did it's a glucose. It's too fever, have attention, a diarrhea, kick our whole dancing, and you will be carrying out in a good dinner, every part is a rapture. So who pose it is a witch picture. Philippine, I sat to me, my will look young. Physically training, and my way are strong. Forget your brain day, listen to the song, do the dance, everybody shake it with home and along. Shake it to the left, shake it to the right. Pop I to bed, one will say what feel it tight. Everybody set, come on, do the dance. Grab one DK with them on my fans. Shake it to the left, shake it to the right. Pop I to bed, one will say what feel it tight. Everybody set, come on, do the dance. Bro, Sule DK, Kwame Ni Suzanne. go Ayuna Suli don't be lazy giving you great music and good advice I mean it's the guy's first record since 2018 <laughs> who's he to preach yeah, yeah, yeah exactly he's not, not exactly being What's prolific he up to? <laughs> soaring with uh, King Ayi Sober I think how uh, how often yeah not in the last 18 months Ayuna Suli is from Ghana he's one of the great Kologo players and uh, yeah just a great singer and releases on Macum Records that is uh, Arno from the X's record label recently featuring on our modern classical patron only live show that you heard on the main feed if you're a non-patron yeah we need to shout out our latest new patron uh, matteo caporal thank you so much for supporting this here podcast we definitely need to get you a live show booked in absolutely we, yeah, we need to get a, get a date for that um, we, we have been talking about it. we haven't had a new patron in a few weeks so much much appreciated matteo normally it's a, a flood of them maybe our, our standard has dipped perhaps perhaps <laughs> it's that, that's the case uh, but now well, i'm going to make uh, matteo's a very italian name and so i'm going to play an italian producer to celebrate apologies if you are not italian by the way please don't leave <laughs> <laughs> i go play some music from not waving he's an uh, italian producer based here in london alessio natalizia I've been a big fan of his for a number of years. Remember me and Nancy having an excellent time watching him in uh, Dalston uh, a long, long time ago. I don't know if you can remember it. It was, yeah, in a little venue attached to the restaurant next to Gillett Square. I don't even think that's somewhere that does music anymore. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't remember the exact venue, but his new album called How to Leave Your Body, it's uh, released on his own ecstatic recordings. And yeah, he's got loads of great guests. His last record uh, that, I bought was Downwelling, which was his collaboration with Mark Lanigan. And uh, Mark Lanigan appears on this here record. Spivak also appears on this record, as does the woman I'm going to play now. This is Marie Davidson, who collaborated with Not Waving way back in 2017. God, it feels longer than that. With How Are We, which is a certified banger, uh, appeared on the album Good Luck on Diagonal Records. But she appears on this one here. This is Not Waving featuring Marie Davidson. It's called Hold On. Mm-hmm. 
teenagers walk hand in hand, smiling in the daylight. Someone rents a car and they drive. They laugh as they all jump in, getting closer and closer to each other. sort of quite a lot poppier than I was expecting. Definitely got a, you know, a bit of the dance floor to it, but sort of a, quite a pop song. Reminds me a little bit of like Chasing the Light by Marie Davidson. There's definitely, she's got definitely got some songs that are a bit more like ethereal. Oh yeah, it's not all uh, four to the floor bangers. 
I mean, as much as I would love that. <laughs> I'd love that. Uh, yeah, so uh, Not Waving, uh, Hold On, featuring Marie Davidson, taken from his record, Howl to Leave Your Body, out now on Ecstatic Recordings. And yeah, I mean, it's not particularly reflective of everything that he produces. He's got uh, like some absolute bangers as well in his back catalogue. Animals and Good Luck are the two records on Diagonal 2016 and 2017 that I love dearly. And his record with Mark Lanigan, Downwelling, in 2019 is is great. I I don't think I've found anyone who really likes it as much as I do, but I really, really like that record. Yeah, I found it okay. (laughs) I really loved it and still listen to it regularly. Nice. Well, that's about all we've got time for. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. I hope uh, the in-person pod delivers i think that it does it feels like it was a good one the music was good the chat was fine we were all in a good mood it's acceptable exactly all seems above acceptable if you want to follow us on social media all the usual places twitter instagram facebook we are independent music podcast if you want to submit music to us like i mentioned that ben did so when i ended up playing that novel one the best place is submissions at independentmusicpodcast.net or you can message us on the facebook page I'm going to leave you with a band who haven't done an album in eight years, I think. I put them on once or twice back in the day when I used to promote shows on this boat on the Thames called the Thamesies Dock. I put them on there. I really, really wanted to play the second song from this album, but uh, I only had it at home and I thought I could play it here on Gareth's computer, but that's not how this private streaming thing for journalists on albums thing works. So what we've got is the first single from this. The band are called Fuzzy Lights. Uh, Burials is the album. And this track is called Maiden's Call. And it's nice to have them back. And it's nice to be back in here with you, Gareth. Thanks, mate. And we'll be back with you next week. Bye. Pass the car.